Listener Production. Stand by for 20 minutes free from news, weather, work and anything related to responsible adulting. Just enough. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Yes, here we are on a Wednesday morning. Thank you very much for joining us. Hope you are well. Hope you are safe. Hope you are dry. Many Australians not in the current weather, Matt O'Kind, and someone we'll be crossing to. Hope we're all right. Sarah from Brisbane, aka the incredible host of What's Hitting with Sarah is going to be jumping on the line very soon to tell us what's cool. Yeah, that's right. And Sarah's brother actually was due to make it to Sydney for a rock climbing tournament, but was holed up in the house with the diagnosis of COVID, so couldn't leave. And it was going to be a tight race to see whether he could make it out. So we will have to catch up with Sarah and see whether he made it and whether he won. We've also got for you a very, very interesting chat with a lady by the name of Andrea. Now, she works at Dulux, and after Matt's recent hardware store visits, he's been noticing some very interesting names of colours. So we're going to ask Andrea a few colour questions and potentially pitch a couple of our own ideas to see if, Matt, we could be the proud owners of a beautiful, bouncing baby blue. (laughs) (laughs) It's all happening right now. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Let's get stuck in. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. I'm calling it... That's cool. Drippy. What about like... That's pretty cool. What's hitting? Little thing called... What's hitting with... Sarah. Yes, it's time once again to check in with our resident 15-year-old Sarah from Brisbane who gives us the word on what is hitting, what is missing. I'll tell you what, Sarah, a bit, a bit of rain hitting Brisbane the last little while. Are you going okay at your place? Yeah, I'm fine, but like we've got a lot of cars submerged right now and it's a bit scary. <laughs> That's terrifying. Oh, no. Yeah, it's not it's not amazing because apparently the like this weather's gonna surpass the two thousand eleven floods. Oh my goodness. Well, we hope you're all right. Do you remember the last floods in Brisbane? How old were you then? Four. And I just <laughs> moved to Brisbane from Victoria, so no. Oh my god. <laughs> goodness me. Well that just goes to show the insight that you have from a young person's perspective. And that's what we like to take advantage of every week here, Sarah. So um, we might ask you a few questions. And then at the end, we're going to ask you how your brother went. He had COVID, but he was going to do a climbing competition in Sydney. We'll get to that in a moment, but we better get to some questions first. Are you ready to answer a question from David? Yeah. All right, let's have a listen to this. It's David from Melbourne. I'm just wondering if Sarah could explain what it means to make Instagram casual again. I don't really get it. Thank you. Oh. Okay. Um. So making like Instagram casual again is like, so it's not as like fake and posed <gasps> and photoshopped. It's just posting what you want, when you want, with no context whatsoever. Mm. Like just doing whatever you want with your Instagram because a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people like just try and make it perfect. Mate, people try to make it their brand, don't they? Yeah, definitely. See, the thing is, if you just turn off, like, because you can turn off how many likes you get, mm. then it just, it's just no stress and you just don't have to worry about it. Plus, um, a lot of people may just, like, you know, 
hate you and want to be you and just not liking it. So post that anyway. Mm-hmm. And, and Natalie Bassingthwaite, who um, you may know from Neighbours <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> music. And, I mean, I look at it like you may. Um, she's more my gen, but... Um, <laughs> when did Rogue but, Traders re- release Voodoo Child? But, 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 she was pushing for, um, you know, to get rid of filters altogether because she says that younger people constantly using filters to make themselves look skinnier, more glowing in their face, etc. Do you agree that that is a bit problematic? It's like a it's like a long topic to talk about, but like in my opinion, if people are just using the filters to like be happy and like because they think they look pretty, then like who cares? Like whatever. But like if it's like if they're using it just so they can like post to be on social media. And I think that's a whole different story and different aspect of how you can look at the filters. But if they're just like filters, just like for a little bit of confidence, and I don't really see any harm in it. Mm, interesting. Well, thank you very much for that one, Sarah. We've got another question Matt has in front of him there. Yeah, from Rebecca, who says, Sarah, please help. What kind of headphones should I wear? What are the sick headphones to wear these days? Do you wear the little buds, the cordless buds? Or is it cool to wear the big over-ear cans. Or for the streamers, over-ear cans with cat ears. <laughs> okay. All right. So I, headphones kind of like are the same as like hair and clothes. It all depends with what type of like vibe and aesthetic you're going for. But like the most commonly ones you see are used like at like, I don't know, school and like in shopping centres. It's just AirPods, like either the normal ones or AirPod Pros. They're the most common ones. Mm-hmm. And then, but it also depends on your ear. Like some people just don't like AirPods because they don't fit. But like, there's like a mm. bunch. But the the like one where it's overhead, they're actually coming back. Oh, the big cans. Okay, which ones do you use, Sarah? Um. Well, I've had like two pairs of AirPods, and I've lost them both. <laughs> and so, <laughs> right now, I'm kind of like, it sounds bad, but for me, it's like I'm kind of on the poor side, and I'm using some little secondhand Samsung Galaxy buds. But um, I'm usually an AirPod user. Mm, interesting. As a uh, strict Android user, no judgment here, Sarah. No judgment <laughs> from me whatsoever at all. Um, well, look, now let's get to crunch time. Last time we spoke to you, you were bottled up in isolation. This was before all the big storms hit, but there was already some trouble brewing in your household because your brother needed to skedaddle to Sydney to compete in the National Rock Climbing Championships, I believe. Uh, Give us a rundown on what happened at the Rock Climbing Championships and what was your brother competing for? So my brother, he was just doing like a climbing competition and I did talk, I called him last night and I was like, tell me what happened because I'm talking to the boys tomorrow. And he goes, no, no, don't, don't, no, no. And he was like getting really nervous and Basically, he just told, like, he competed and he made it all right and he climbed well. But um, the main problem right now is the fact that Brisbane Airport is flooded, so he's got to get back soon because he's in Sydney and he's got to get back somehow. And I think he has to land in the Gold Coast. Oh, my goodness. He had to get to Sydney out of isolation and fly there really quickly and now he's got stress coming back. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He literally has not had a break. <laughs> I saw you post a video of him on our Instagram, though. Uh, you shared it with us or tagged us in it, and he was looking very nimble. On uh, He was jumping from, <laughs> like, rock to rock. It was wild stuff. He's very talented. Do they call him the rock spider? <laughs> no. <laughs> the mountain goat? 
You're just going to keep naming? Yes. <laughs> um, I have no idea what they call Jumple him. Jumple Stiltskins? <laughs> okay, no, so, so uh, look, we, we, go on, Alex, have you got one? What? I was trying to come up with something bouldering, but no, nah, I think we'll leave it there, uh, Sarah. But pass on our best to your brother. It's very good to come out of the illness and to be able to compete. That's wonderful. I hope he makes it back to Brisbane, okay? And we'll catch you next time when you tell us what's hitting and what is not. Of course, bye. Bye. Fit check. It's honestly just mind-blowing to check out the footage for these floods. Do hope everyone is keeping well. There's so many people evacuating. We're in northern New South Wales, southern Queensland. Really, really difficult things. Like seeing the floodwaters, you know those before and after photos? And you see a like a McDonald's and the pole that holds the big M, the water's up to the bottom of that, and that's just above the entire restaurant. A friend of a friend from Lismore sent through a video where there's like a boat just going through the main street, and the people on the boat go directly past a big best and less sign that's yeah. on the roof of the building. You yeah. know, at, it's at the same level as it. Crazy. Um, we do hope everyone's getting out as safely as possible, and just all these news stories coming out of, you know, rescues and seeing footage of people getting taken off their roofs in helicopters and winched to safety. It's so many people pulling together to help, and that is a really beautiful part of it. And just these other random stories as well coming through, such as where two mice and a green frog were spotted clinging to safety on an eastern brown snake during Queensland's floods. Yeah. Because animals are just as affected as humans in this, and so to see... These two, these three animals using the deadly snake, which will probably usually chase it. Mate, my ex-neighbor used to catch snakes and he used to feed them mice. Like, that's lunch. <laughs> that's it. That would be like me being in a river and some hot chippies with extra salt being like, hey, can I <laughs> catch a ride on your back, Matt? I'd be like, oh, you sure can. Actually, it's a little bit more comfy on my nose. <laughs> The old gingerbread man trick. Goodness me. Well, it is a remarkable example of species working together and we here at Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast are fortunate enough to have an exclusive interview with the eastern brown snake uh, who has oh, joined wait. us here no, in, wait, wait, wait. in the studio. Wait, do we actually? We <laughs> do. do. We actually? Um, e- hello, eastern brown. What's, oh, what what should we refer to you as? Sorry, what's your actual name? Um... Uh, you can either call me Snake or some of me mates call me E.B. Lames. E.B. Lames. You know E.B. Games, oh. the shop, but they call me E.B. Lames. Uh, they think it's a joke. Well, that's not the best. Um, but, look, thank you for joining us. People have um, have been praising you online for rescuing some people who would usually be your food. What sort of was going through your mind when the waters were starting to rise? Oh, I was having a wank. <laughs> How? Uh, and, uh, Wait, well, and how do snakes do that? Because you are one long thing. Yeah. What What do you like? And I can reach. And reach let me just say, I can reach. Let me just say, you can't do it with your hands. Let me just say, <laughs> my head can reach every inch of my own body. All right, now. Anyways, all right. So be that as I it was may. slithering and sliding. <laughs> and uh, getting ready to watch a little bit of, uh, uh, oh, actually, we're a big fan of the show, Australia's Greatest Snake Off. On, <laughs> the Great Australian uh, Snake Off. <laughs> the Great Australian Snake Off, that's right. 
It's on. Okay, well, it's on the TV and uh, and yeah, that yeah, and I was shedding my skin and I thought, oh, life's good, and then whoosh, and then suddenly you're, you're swept in the floodwaters. You're trying to escape. When did you first see your passengers, the two mice and a green frog, and, and what did they say to you? Oh, they said, uh, well, the frog was is uh, feeling a bit self-conscious about its weight. Ooh. It's been on a bit of a diet and uh, said, gee, uh, just a bit conscious of my weight. And I said, well, well then step on me scales. <laughs> <laughs> I said, just jump on the scales, mate, and see what you reckon. Well, not only that, the two mice, were the mice a couple? Were they friends? Did they know each other? Yeah. Uh, uh, that oh, they were bickering. They really? bloody bickered. Mm. One star for them. <laughs> Arguing the whole time. Or oh, turn left, turn right, turn up the aircon. <laughs> Sounds like a friend of mine when he gets in an Uber. <laughs> well, listen, Snake. Congratulations on becoming an unsung hero of this terrible situation in Australia. But it just goes to show how people and animals can come together in a time of need. Thank you very much for uh, for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. What's on for the rest of the day? Oh, yeah, might have a uh, a bit of pastry with a little bit of rubber rubber in it. What? A little bit of floppy rubber that people wear on their feet. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's called a python. Python, we're going to eat a python. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is all day breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think of that. I love wine and everything about it. What are you into wine? I love wine. Now, regular listeners may have heard the other week, Matt, where you came up with a new competition to guess the colour. You were down picking up some paint swatches from the local hardware store and there was such a bevy of colours that we thought it'd be really great to... um, see how these things get named and potentially put ourselves forward to start naming them. We reached out to uh, a couple of people and we've had a very, very lovely response from Andrea who works at Dulux and works very, very closely with the colours and she joins us right now. Hello, Andrea. Hi, how are you guys? Oh, well, my head's a bit sore, to be honest, Andrea, (laughs) because I've been around down the local hardware emporium. I've been looking at all the names. I mean... Neil Whitaker said it on the recent episode of Love It or List It. When you think, you know, you just want your cabinets painted white, you think that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> but even just white, there's like 30 different whites and they're all named, all these wild names. Um, are you part of that naming team or you, do you work closely with them? So it's actually um, quite a complex area because we have a database with over 90,000 colour names. What? And oh, my serious. God. <laughs> so that's why you're coming up with, you know, Caribbean coral and... <laughs> wow. Well, that's probably already gone. Yeah, okay. So would you say you're, you know, the ABC when it comes to elections have Anthony Green as a bit of a guru. You know, you watch Lego Masters and you've got Brickman, the Lego guru. Would you say that you're on par with these people when it comes to paint colours and do you have a nickname? <laughs> For your guruness. <laughs> well, I, jokingly, they call me the colour queen. <laughs> oh, you're the guru. Yeah, are we should you? call you your royal highness. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just an in, inside yeah. joke. 
colour expert is normally what I'm described as. Now, Andrew, I've got two questions for you. One, I stumbled across Lexicon Quarter the other yes. day and, and one of our listeners said, mate, painted the whole kitchen in Lexicon Quarter, go with Lexicon Quarter. <laughs> Where does Lexicon Quarter, what is that, what, how does that equate to white? Yeah, well, Lexicon was a colour that came out, um, gosh, probably about 15 years ago. As a colour Lexicon, it's a white, but it's got like a really slight sort of greyish undertone. And when we gave it to the architects, they wanted it lighter and lighter, so hence why we did half strength and quarter strength. So lexicon half, talking lexicon, about lexicon. But is lexicon actually a word for white? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, it's not. Well, the other thing I want to know is because as a, you know, someone who's in film and TV and, and also, you know, radio, when you when you listen to these mediums or you watch these mediums, they're ruined, okay? Because all you're doing is thinking, oh, that was an interesting angle for that shot. I wonder where they filmed that location. Oh, I wonder why they chose to ADR those lines. It's all just going through. You can't enjoy the story. Do you just walk along the street and go, Oh, that's playgroup. Oh, there you go. That's a bit of, uh, you know, antique white. Oh, that's... <laughs> we do all... A lot of us that name colours do keep on our phones, on the mm. notes section. We often have a notes section for new names that we come across. We think, oh, that would make an interesting colour name. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's incredible. And look, Andrea, thank you so much for joining us. But before we go, we've got to ask the lamest question that you probably get every single barbecue... And that is, well, I got two. What's your favourite colour and what's your favourite colour names? It's so hard to ask me what my favourite colour is because it depends <laughs> on the day. Well, most people, they choose from the Roy G. Biv, but you've got 90,000 different colours in your <laughs> yeah, brain, exactly. Andrea. That's, that's exactly right. It's not easy. Yeah. But um, personally, I love green. I love the feeling of green. I love the natural stance of round green and I love the actual emotive connection to green from a, a relaxation perspective. Sorry, what was the second well, question? What, what, are, what are the most creative names you've stumbled across for the paints? Oh, wow. We've, we've had a few. We've actually just recently um, restructured some of our colour names. One of the colour names that was done probably 20 years ago it was called self-destruct, and it's a really good colour. Like it's this beautiful, <laughs> earthy, neutral, awesome colour, right? Self-destruct. <laughs> um, so we've actually we've just recently renamed it because of the colour name, because it's such a great colour. But I think it did put people off. <laughs> Well, what about Daiso? Have you have you got any ideas? Well, I just thought of a beautiful, luscious brown. Okay, crossed with a little bit of golden retriever, maybe a little bit of grey in there, with the name of the colour rat dog, uh, potentially. <laughs> what do you think about that one, Andrea? I don't know because I think rat has quite a negative connotation. Oh, well, it's time for us to change that around. Mm. I mean, rat dog. If you say, "Oh, what's what colour you're painting the shed?" Oh, I'm just going to paint it rat dog. <laughs> I mean, come on, that rolls off the tongue, Andrea. Come on. There's a few things that we have to do. Is one of them is go through legal and make sure there's no trademarks in the oh, name. Yep, 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 yep. The second thing is it needs to reflect the colour. So you know, rat dog. Yeah, mm. maybe I can sort of see it going to brown. Yeah, yep. you know, a little bit. And the third thing is, obviously, it does need to have a positive connection. Mm. <laughs> so I just okay. don't know whether it meets that last one. Got what you. about this? What about this? Okay, we're looking at a, um, like, say, the yellow behind me. There's a little bit of gold, the yellowy, light brown, tan colour. What about this? What about this? 
Crumlicious. Mm-hmm. That huh? work. There we go, crumlicious. I don't know whether it tells me what colour it is, though. Mm. I'm thinking about the colour of a dropped little bit of schnitty, you know. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Just that golden brown flakes, Andrea. How about schnitzel crumb? Schnitzel crumb. I'd take that. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, okay. I've got very positive connotations with <laughs> schnitzel crumb, Andrea. Well, look, we'll go back to the drawing board, see if there's anything else we can come at you with. But I tell you what, Andrea, it's been so enlightening listening to you have a chat today. Thank you for joining us from Dulux HQ. Good luck with, you know, the next 10,000 names. Are you going to have a big party when Dulux gets to 100,000 colours? Um, I have, we haven't thought about it, but we might. You're going to have to. We're going to have, have to. do to. paint the town crumlicious. <laughs> Um, All right. Thanks so much, Andrea. We really appreciate it and we'll catch you next time. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, look, that brings us to the end of All Day Breakfast for today. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. And remember, if you'd like to get in touch, we've got Instagram, matt.and.alex or... Get us up on the website, mattandalex.com.au. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.